Hey, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Liberators Network podcast. In this ongoing series, we're covering some of the most common myths and misunderstandings in the Scrum framework. My name is Christian Verwijs, and I'm one of the two Liberators, together with Barry Overeem. In this episode, we'll cover the myth that the Scrum Master is a junior Agile coach. Are you ready for the next step as an Agile coach? Do you need an Agile coach to help facilitate organizational change while Scrum Masters focus on the Scrum teams? Or do you have experience as a Scrum Master and want to become Agile coach with a three-day course? Ever consider changing your job title to Agile coach just because it nets you a higher salary? These statements exemplify the myth that we intend to bust today. The idea that the Scrum Master is a junior Agile coach. Or simply put, that the Agile coach tends to larger organizational issues while Scrum Masters focus on Scrum teams. In a way, busting this myth has been our mission over the past years. And one that we'll continue to pursue, considering just how tenacious it is. We've written many articles, spoken at seminars, provided training and facilitated workshops all related to explaining the purpose of the Scrum Master. In this podcast, we'll share our view on this topic and why this is a myth that requires very much to be busted. Now, why does this myth bother us so much? There are many reasons for that, but I'll mention three. The first one is that it is based on a very poor and incomplete understanding of what it is that Scrum Masters actually do and should be doing according to the Scrum framework, but also in a way that makes sense. The second is that it positions the Agile coach as being higher in a traditional hierarchical structure, especially within organizations that are used to vertical growth paths. The Scrum Master is a junior, the Agile coach is a meteor, and the Enterprise coach is a senior. And the third reason why this myth bothers us so much is because consultancy firms and training agencies encourage this way of thinking because it's easy to match with their increasingly hourly rates and expensive training program. Notice the contradiction with the services these organizations provide, advising clients to think in horizontal structures that promote self-organizing capabilities of teams, yet they also promote a vertical structure where you have agile coaches above scrum masters, because it works well from a commercial and a marketing perspective. This myth leads to several artificial boundaries between what scrum masters and agile coaches do. The Scrum Master is only allowed to act on the level of the team. Therefore, creating the necessary Scrum-friendly culture will be far more difficult, causing the chance for a successful Scrum adoption to decrease. The Agile Coach, on the other hand, is expected to implement the necessary organizational changes, but fails to do so because of limited experience with what's going on in the teams themselves, and not knowing how to deal with outside-in change. Busting today's myth is actually remarkably easy and requires only a simple reading of the Scrum Guide, as has been the case with every myth we've addressed so far. The Scrum Guide offers a clear description of the services that a Scrum Master provides to the development team, to product owner and to the entire organization. This includes coaching the development team in self-organization and cross-functionality, helping the product owner find techniques for effective product backlog management and supporting the organization in delivering high-value products through the empirical process established with Scrum. To make this happen, the Scrum Master works with other Scrum Masters, product owners and people within the organization. The eight stances of the Scrum Master. Another useful perspective on the role of the Scrum Master is offered in the white paper The Eight Stances of a Scrum Master by Barry Overeem. 
It captures the various responsibilities of the Scrum Master in eight stances that are closely linked to the Scrum Guide. In this case, the Scrum Master is an impediment remover. It helps resolve issues that are blocking the team's progress, taking into account the self-organizing capabilities of the development team. The Scrum Master is a facilitator that sets the stage and provides clear boundaries in which teams can collaborate. This includes facilitation of the Scrum events to ensure they'll achieve the desired outcome and, most importantly, that the empirical process is actually taking place. The Scrum Master is also a coach that helps individuals and groups to continuously improve on how they deliver valuable outcomes as a team as well as the entire organization. The Scrum Master is a teacher that ensures that Scrum and relevant techniques are well understood and enacted. The Scrum Master is a servant leader that creates environments where teams can work effectively with stakeholders to create valuable outcomes. In a sense, the Scrum Master is also a manager that is responsible for managing true and actual impediments, eliminating waste, managing the process of the Scrum framework, managing the team's health, managing boundaries of self-organization and managing the culture. The word management means something else than what is usually understood by it. Scrum Masters are also change agents that help to enable a culture in which Scrum teams can flourish on every level of the organization. And finally, Scrum Masters are mentors that help transfer agile knowledge and experience to the team. Taken together, Scrum Masters should be aware of these stances and their diversity, knowing when and how to apply them depending on situation and context, all with the purpose of helping people understand the spirit of Scrum. Dealing with senior challenges. We always like the quote by Geoff Watts, a good scrum master helps a scrum team survive in an organization's culture, while a great scrum master helps change the culture so scrum teams can thrive. Both the scrum guide and the eight stances of the scrum master paper inform us about the challenges that a scrum master faces. How do you help people transition from plan-based approaches towards an empirical process that does more justice to the complexity of the work that they do? How do you facilitate transparency, inspection and adaptation in a traditional, closed organization? How do you coach organizations in truly collaborating with their scrum teams? How do you manage the boundaries of self-organization in control-driven organizations? How do you offer safe-to-fail and learn environments where experimentation is possible? And how do you promote a culture where scrum teams can thrive? Being a scrum master means dealing with these difficult challenges and influence the organization's culture in such a way that team success is valued over individual success, that continuous improvement and experimentation are promoted and encouraged, that agile contracts are encouraged and that stable team composition is supported, or at least that teams have a big say and control over how their teams change. And environments where behavior is rewarded and not individual achievements. It's up to the Scrum Master to help create this Scrum-friendly culture. Thankfully, the Scrum Master is in a perfect position to do this, because they can enable change from the inside out. Being part of a Scrum team, the Scrum Master knows exactly what needs to be changed and why this change is necessary. On a day-to-day -day basis, they see what is actually impeding the Scrum teams from delivering successful working software every sprint. They help teams uncover the impediments that are holding them back and the other ways by which the organization can deliver even more value. 
This puts them in an excellent position to work with HR departments to find practices that are better aligned with Scrum. Or they can help sales departments move away from fixed price, fixed scope contracts to contracts that are more agile friendly. Or they can increase collaboration between Scrum teams and stakeholders. Working with other Scrum masters, they can ignite the necessary organizational change by influencing the system from the inside out. From the perspective of the Scrum team, the Scrum master truly is a change facilitator. When organizations choose to implement an empirical process primarily through Scrum, then there should be no need for Agile coaches. Instead, Scrum Masters should be enabled and supported to promote the empirical process on all levels of the organization. If they can, and if they do, no other roles are necessary to help organizations generate valuable outcomes with Scrum. Should we fire all Agile coaches? No, you shouldn't. By busting the myth that Scrum Masters are junior Agile coaches, we do not mean to say that Agile coaches are of no value. What we do mean to say is that the need for Agile coaches diminishes when Scrum Masters are allowed to perform their role as intended. We also mean to say that the hierarchical differences that we often see between Agile coaches and Scrum Masters is based on a very poor and incomplete understanding of Scrum. Where Scrum Masters use an inside-out approach, Agile coaches use an outside-in approach. Obviously, we prefer the inside-out approach to drive organizational change, but both can add value to the organization from an organizational change point of view. They only have a different perspective on how to create a scrum-friendly environment, if that's the goal of the Agile coach, at least. Using an outside-in approach can definitely work, but it's incredibly difficult. And we're saying this from our own experiences as Agile coaches, which we have also been in the past. It's also our experience that many external Agile coaches offer little value in this regard. They are powerless to affect change and have a very superficial understanding of what goes on inside the Scrum teams where the actual value is being generated. They are not even part of the team, like the necessary support for management, and generally don't have the kind of extensive experience that is needed to drive change from the outside in. Furthermore, many Agile coaches barely even have experience with Scrum or have never even been Scrum Masters. Yet coaching Scrum Masters is frequently a part of their daily work. So our advice to organizations is as follows. The first one is to focus on enabling Scrum Masters to facilitate change from the inside out. Support the Scrum Masters in creating great teams that build awesome products. Help them build the experience and the toolkit to do this together. Our second advice is to get rid of seagull coaches that fly in, make a lot of noise, crap all over the place and fly on to a next customer, leaving a big mess behind. These are strong words, but it's a pattern that we often see in our work. And the third advice we have is that if you really want to hire an Agile coach in addition to the Scrum Masters already present within your organization, make sure that these Agile coaches have real and proven experience in affecting change from the outside in. Make sure they focus their efforts on helping the teams and Scrum Masters drive change themselves. Don't create the artificial distinction between change on a management level, as done by Agile coaches, and change on a team level, as done by Scrum Masters. But what if we use Kanban, XP or DevOps? Scrum is just one framework to improve organizational agility and to create engaging workplaces 
where people work with stakeholders to build awesome products. As Geoff Watts describes, Scrum aims to harness the power of self-organizing, autonomous, engaged teams who take responsibility for delivery and collaborate directly with their customers. Scrum is not a goal in itself. No matter what kind of framework or methodology you choose, it will involve organizational change to some degree. The people that are in the best position to affect this change are part of the teams that are doing that work. They may have titles like Scrum Master, Kanban God, Expedu, DevOps Guru, or no title at all. We don't really care. The bottom line is that organizational change should be driven from the inside out by the people that are truly part of the teams. That's where your focus should be. Let's move to the closing. In this episode, we've busted the myth that the Scrum Master is a junior Agile coach. Effective change is driven from the inside out. The Scrum Master, being part of the Scrum team, is in a better position to facilitate this change than an external Agile coach. This is also how the Scrum Guide intended the role of the Scrum Master. When organizations choose to implement an empirical process primarily with Scrum, there should be no need for Agile coaches. Instead, Scrum Masters should be enabled and supported to promote the empirical process on all levels of the organization. If they can, and if they do, no other roles are necessary to help organizations generate valuable outcomes through Scrum. So what do you think about this myth? Do you agree? It's kind of a strong statement that we're making here, but what are your lessons and what have you experienced as an Agile coach or as a Scrum Master? Please let us know in the comments. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Liberators Network podcast. If you liked the episode, please give it a thumbs up or like it on whatever platform you're listening on. We really love to create content like this through our writing, recording, and videos. Content that you can do something with in your own work as a Scrum Master, Facilitator, Agile Coach, or whatever your work is. If you want to support us in that work, you can do so by visiting one of our events. You can also do so by purchasing something from our web shop or by becoming a patron. Patreon is really cool. It's one of those platforms that really helps us build an engaged relationship with you, our supporters. And this is also an opportunity for me to give a shout out to two people that are supporting us at this very moment. Chris Davies and Green Robinson, both from Australia. Thank you very much for your support and for making this podcast and our other content possible. If you want to support us as well, I'll put a link to Patreon, to our webshop or to our event listing in the comments. Having said all that, I really want to thank you for listening and have a great day. See you next time.